Welcome to Matt D'Elia is Confused. This is Matt D'Elia, and this is our weekly Sunday service. And you know what that means. It's time to deliver the one good thing about church. Wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. That is so fucked up, lyrically. I mean, that... Uh, the tune is fucking... The, the, the shit is the jam. I mean, it's fucking... I love the music and the lyrics are so fucking demented. I like how much of a mismatch it is. And the people who sing it have no fucking clue. Really what they're singing. I mean, I know they're praising Jesus and fucking loving on the Lord, whatever it is. And that's cool. And that's clear. It's very clear that that's what's happening. Uh, that they're believing as they're singing. But all I'm thinking about is a, this music is fucking great. And B, these people are singing the most upbeat song about supremely violent shit. We're talking about fucking just animal sacrifice. There is power in the precious blood of the lamb. Are you listening to the song? <laughs> are you listening to the song that you're making your kids learn the lyrics to? Are they listening to it? I mean, that is some violent shit. Anyway, happy Sunday. Welcome to the Sunday service of Matt is Confused. Uh, the congregation unites today. And I guess people are still going to church for real. And that's just going to start happening all the time now. The shit, everybody just, uh, we all just got way bored of, of, uh, of listening, of being careful. The fucking, the weather got nice. People fucking got all riled up by the politicization of it. Happened fast. Everyone's just like, oh, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'm not doing it anymore. I mean, there's still some holdouts that I know. I mean, I'm trying to hold out as, as, as much as I can. Uh, and I'm almost always, if not just actually always at home. Uh, unless I'm getting something that I need to bring it back to my home. But I just, in the little excursions that I take between that and walking my dog, I've noticed just this fucking creep, this slow creep of people, more and more people out on the streets, less and less masks on their faces. And it, it, it it's this weird energy out there. And I, I see, I mean, I'm going to get into this in a little bit, and I see I see the protests and shit going on. And they clearly don't give a fuck. But I'm talking about, they're trying to make a point, you know. I'm talking about just, like, people in the world that are trying to get, get. I don't, I don't know what they're trying to do. I think they're just trying to live their life. The weather got nice. It lasted a little too long for them. I think even people who were kind of like, yeah, we're all in this together in the first couple weeks, just fucking rifling through Netflix, like, this ain't so bad, are now just like, what about my fucking ice-blended macchiato with fucking pumpkin seeds in it or whatever the fuck everybody gets. Does anybody make their own coffee? Just make your own coffee and then you don't have to worry about getting your coffee fix at some other place.
the weather got nice. People got bored. People hated. People realized, oh, I hate you about the person they live with. Oh, I hate you. I know we're married and everything, but you know what I never realized before all this is that I hate you. I mean, that's making light of it, but the truth is, like, divorce is way the fuck up. Domestic abuse, even way, way, way fucking sadder and more serious than divorce, is way, way, way the fuck up. People don't like the people they live with. When the weather was shitty, everyone was like, well, we're just doing our part. Now that the sun's out, it's like, I gotta fucking go to the beach and get my macchiatsky. With pumpkin seeds in it. But uh, just everybody fucking... There's, there's very few people who are really strictly still adhering to this shit. And it doesn't seem like... Um, it doesn't even seem like a choice, really. It, it, it seems like a non-choice. They're just like, ah, yeah, but I just really wanted to go to the beach. And you're just like, fucking wait to go to the fucking beach. I do think that um, the the beach the beach imagery that I saw um, over the this I think it was just a couple of days ago. The, for some reason, Huntington Beach is like a hotbed for these protests, and that's close to me where I am. I'm in LA, and I've spent a considerable amount of time down in Huntington Beach, and I never liked it. It was it always struck me as like um, not. I don't know. It's just not, it it doesn't feel like LA at all for anybody who's unfamiliar. It's like very different. And seeing the footage from the protest, it's clear that it's very different because everybody's scary as fuck and nobody's wearing a mask and everybody's just crowded. And it looks like a parade. Like the aerial images make it look like an actual fucking parade. And these people, I mean, I don't need to even fucking get into it, but it's just like they're, they're so, they're not, coming at it in a way that makes me hear their point in a valid, because there's, there's the, I've talked about this before. There's the valid version of being like, you know what? I need to fucking go to work and the world needs to keep start spinning again. Businesses need to be open again. So people like me aren't fucked forever. We could withstand this for a month, whatever, but now it's time to go. That is an argument that obviously anybody with any fucking modicum of empathy will listen to. That is an argument that you can make. And, and it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's possible, no matter who, whoever you are, to fall on one side or the other. But the argument that I don't get, that fucking is so fucking annoying, is the argument that this is like some socialist thing. This is what... Uh, 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 this is like, I mean, you hear it all the time. I saw some shit. I think it was at the Huntington beach one where there was, there was a fucking, there was a sign. There was like a, uh, a MAGA person with a sign in German. I don't read German, but the article or the thing that I was looking at was the translation. It translated into, uh, what was written in German over the gate at Auschwitz. So this, see, here's how confused that person is. They're, I think that they think they're saying that, that this woman with the sign and everyone else, this is akin to being welcomed to Auschwitz, which that's not a winning argument. Okay. And that only points to me that these people are not actually trying to win the argument. They just want to fucking bitch and moan. They're bored too. Some people don't want to go to the beach. Some people want to get out of their house and fucking... Actually, this is good. One of these protests I saw, uh, this is less fucking depressing than some idiot making a sign like that. Uh, This fucking one protest there was uh speaking of there being it's oh it's always a maga thing and i'll tell you what if these people are right 
if these people are right, then I've been wrong and wrong about everything my whole fucking life. Anytime I see footage of one of these protests, it's like a, it's like video of some like evil like militia or something in a in a bad action movie. And then everyone else just looks like if they're older, they look like QAnon believers. But if they're younger, they look like they're in some evil militia. They had fucking armed protests in Michigan, which is the most fucking demented thing. Why do you have a gun, dude? Why do you have a gun? I think taking a gun, especially these motherfuckers, I see motherfuckers with assault rifles. And they got speakers coming up. It's like some American Patriot rally. It's called something MAGA-y. And they're standing out there. This is in Michigan. They're standing out there in the rain. And the guy talking, that guy, Sheriff David fucking Dickhead, whatever his name is. Clark. Something Clark. Sheriff Dickhead Clark. That dude that's always wearing the cowboy hat, that hardcore Republican Fox News dude. He's talking. He's up there talking. He's like, and where'd they come up with this six feet? I really think they just pulled that out of their out of their rear ends. Why isn't it four feet? Why isn't it five feet? Like, dude, you're dying up there. Give the mic to someone else. Sheriff Dickhead Clark. First of all, you're dying up there. That is a shitty bit. Give the microphone to someone else. Second of all, there's guys, big guys, guys that could certainly handle themselves if, if things got out of hand. With big fucking pussy-ass guns. At a fucking protest that no one is contesting. It is a protest that no one is contesting. Do you understand that? If a protest is not being contested, there's no need for any weapon. Because no one's there trying to stop you. And this sort of is like, this sort of like a encapsulates the vibe that I get from these people who are there. It's like, it's, it's, it's way more for show and to, and, and to sort of not just exercise their boredom, but to get out there and wave their guns around and have at least a reason to do it. Why do you have a gun, dude? That's so fucking pussy. No one's even fucking with you. They're letting Sheriff Dickhead Clark make his bad fucking six feet joke in peace. You're annoying. That's all you are. You're annoying and honestly, you're 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 more than annoying. You're making other people mad. Because everybody else who's actually trying to stay home as much as possible is just trying to get this shit over with. There's no agenda. There's no socialist fucking agenda. They just want the world to get back to normal fucking quicker. And I know some people who are overly paranoid about it. Some people are like sort of like slipping into some weird agoraphobia, some weird paranoia. That's its own kind of problem, and that sucks too. But this is like the other end of that. I mean, these guys act like such fucking badasses, and they're up there holding guns at a peaceful protest that no one is contesting. Do you know how fucking weak you are? And he's just standing up there in front of Sheriff Dickhead Clark, nodding, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, five feet, four feet. <laughs> I don't know, where'd they come up with six feet, pulling it out of their rear ends? You guys are fucking pussies. This fucking blustery thing. It's so weak and so played out. John Wayne is fucking dead, dude. He wasn't even fucking cool when he was around. Don't get me wrong, I fucking love John Wayne movies. But that whole fucking macho shit, what the fuck? People still buy that? Put the fucking gun away, you look like a pussy. I fucking forget where I saw it. Somebody's Instagram, somebody that I follow on their Instagram had a picture of... The, these guys at this at these armed protests in Michigan. I mean, fuck you guys. God, you guys are fucking pussies. 
it's Sunday. I'm going to say a fucking prayer for you. You need it. But it looks like they're holding big fucking, it was Photoshopped, these pictures of these guys trying to look all badass with their big fucking pussy ass assault rifles. And it was Photoshopped in with these big dildos. <laughs> I mean, why is that funny? It just is. It's not funny just because it's silly, though. It's kind of like representative of what's really going on. These fucking dumb loser guys who don't know how to deal with not getting what they want. First of all, hey, guys who have no idea how to not deal with getting what they want. Nobody gets what, gets what they want. It's like that fucking incel mentality. Hey, man, nobody gets what they want. Nothing's easy for fucking anybody. You're not the only one, you fucking baby. And then the baby needs a fucking pacifier, which as an adult baby, you get a fucking gun. Chill out on the manhood thing. We believe you. That you're tough. The gun makes you seem less tough. Six feet, who came up with that? A guy who knows things. What'd you come up with? Sheriff Dickhead Clark? The way these motherfuckers wipe their ass with any kind of expertise. It's one thing to, 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 to ignore expertise. To say, nah, I can't afford to do that. I can't. My life doesn't allow for that or whatever. It's like you, you make a weighted decision. You weigh the fucking factors and then you take a risk, whatever. But these fucking assholes. Who are just like, wear a mask. We fought a revolutionary war so I don't have to wear a mask. No, man. No, they didn't. So there are a few fucking things I want to get into now. I was going to play a fucking... (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let me do this first, actually. I was going to fucking... There's a video now of one of these protests. Um, but let me just play it. It's pretty uh, uh, self-evident. First, let me just paint the picture for you, though. It's a bunch of people in MAGA shit. It's a bunch of people in American flag shit. Which, by the way, fuck these people. They don't get to make... make they don't get to take the American flag and make it theirs. Fuck that. I love the American flag, too, and I love America. These fucking assholes don't get to hijack that shit. Because I get the sentiment sometimes on the left, like, fuck that. Like, like it, it becomes because the right is aligned with the flag that the left has to feel like they're like against the flag. Fuck that. The right doesn't get to take the flag. The flag is fucking everybody's. Anyway, all these assholes are wearing flags and MAGA shit. And this is, I believe this is actually at, um, at Michigan, at a Michigan protest. So they were saying, if you couldn't hear it, instead of YMCA, they were singing M-A-G-A. Okay. I mean, I'm just going to play it again so you can hear it now that you know what the fuck it is. Everyone there is acting like such a bitch ass. Is it part of, is it a requirement if you're going to join the MAGA thing that you have to actually just have no rhythm to the point that it looks like you're deaf when you try to dance? Anyway. Um, Actually, that, uh, that made me think of something. I'm going to deviate for a second here. Uh, I was in the fifth grade 
ta- in the sixth grade talent show, me and three of my friends performed YMCA. And if you're wondering, I was the construction worker. Uh, and we did it, and we did the, we we did the whole dance. Oh, this is a fucking good story. We did the whole dance. Uh, I'm gonna get back to this protest shit later, but this is a fucking good story. Um, we, we we you had to like show the teachers that were putting on the show the routine before you whatever you were gonna do, and obviously everyone got approved, unless it was just like out of line or inappropriate and we did this stupid fucking dance to uh ymca and um it was me oh fuck if i can't remember everybody i'm not gonna say it it was me jeff hall rob ward and michael Ree. yeah uh rob was the cop fucking what was jeff jeff was been the fireman and you know, offensively enough, Michael Ree was the Native American. Uh, but I was 12, so what the fuck did I know? And we did the fucking dance. We did the routine. We, 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 we did the, um, I guess, technically trial. I don't fucking know. And uh, we got approved, obviously. And not because we were good, but because who gives a shit? It's y- four little kids singing YMCA. Lip syncing YMCA. And then we go up to the talent show. We do it. We fucking kill. And um, all of a sudden, uh, Jeff, who was the fireman, comes up to me. This is after the talent show, like right after. And he looks like he was crying. And I was like, dude, just because we didn't win, that, that it's all good. We were obviously the best. Whoever gave those awards is a fucking idiot. And he was like, no, 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 no. We're in big trouble. And I was like, what? All right, what happened? And he's like, Mrs. Endicott and Mrs. Chevich say we were being sexually inappropriate. And I was like, when? And he went on to tell me it was in the fucking act, in the fucking bow, 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 YMCA. So in the bow, bow. We would like thrust our uh, pelvises, our pelvi, our pelvic regions into the air. So it was bang, 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 bang. And it was a pelvic thrust along with every bang. And that was a part of our thing always. Okay, we knew that. We fucking planned it. And we never didn't do the fucking pelvic thrust, okay? Anyway, we get called into the fucking teacher's room. The four, the four main teachers there is Miss Endicott, Miss Chevich, uh, Miss Healy, and Miss Carey. And they're like, you, your punishment is you guys are suspended for the last day of school. And that was the day of school that we all had this like big softball game at the end of the fucking year. And everybody was all stoked about it. And it was like a big deal because I was 12. And we weren't going to be able to do it. Now I was in fucking trouble. Now I was not only in trouble in that way at school, I was in trouble because I wasn't going to fucking play in the fucking game. All because of a thing that we didn't even do. Or we did it, but everyone knew we were going to do it. They're the ones who fucking approved it. It was like we were set up. It was like we were straight up set up by old teachers. Set up to fail, man. Anyway, this is all after school that day. I go, my mom's picking me up. I go to the car. And before I get to the car, I see uh, three girls that were uh, friends of mine at that age uh sarah meredith and gina i can wow i can't believe i remember their fucking names um and they were like talking to my mom and i was like fucking so upset like i i I don't know if i was i might have been crying wow so sad i don't remember though i was definitely very very sad though and we i go up there my mom's like 
so mad before I even get there. And I get to the car and she gets, she gets out of her car, like leaves it in the driveway of the fucking school. And kind of basically walks right by me. I mean, she doesn't like ignore me, but she's going somewhere else and it's not unclear. (laughs) So the way she tells it is that she saw my face and it was clear that I was like crushed and that was enough for her. So she like kind of go, she's like on a tear, whatever she's about to do. She's on a tear. And the school that I went to, I had, I had just a couple of years before moved from New Jersey to California. And in California, the schools, the, the elementary schools are basically like outside. So the hallways of the school have like a roof over them, but everything's visible basically because there is no inside except the classrooms. So she just walks and goes. And then eventually she walks in, she opens the door to one of the classrooms and it is the classroom that I had just left. It's where all the teachers were punishing us. And my mom, I'll never forget. This is one of the most unforgettable things that ever happened. I'm looking at the fucking door and the door flies open. My mom fucking, it like flies off its hinges basically. And she swings it open. And while it's all the way open, she just leans in to the doorway where she I don't even know how she knew. I guess those girls told her uh, where we had just come out of and what had happened and why we were so upset and all that shit. And all I hear, all I see rather, is her from very far away, fly the door open, stick her, basically her like hand at inside the room, which I can't see at all. All I can see is my mom. And she, and she just goes, dare you and then the fucking she goes in right straight into the fucking lines den and it was so intense it was so fucking intense that all it shut all of my friends up all of my friends who were like flipping out about it or, or reacting to it or asking questions whatever were like holy fucking shit fuck And then this kid named Rustin looked at me. The first thing any kid said was, wow, your mom's pretty pissed. And then I like five minutes later, uh, my mom comes out and almost the same way as she blew past me the first time she, except this time she like takes me by the hand because she's going back to her car and she's trying to take me home. She's like storming out of there. And she grabs my hand. And as she grabs my hand to me and my friends who had just been punished, she says, you guys are playing in that game tomorrow. And I just go with my mom and I don't, I still don't really know what happened in that room, even though I've told this story so many times and I think about it all the time. She says, she says that those teachers only let us only change their minds because of what I had said previously in that room, which that sounds like such a mom lie, but I believed it over my whole life. And that's why I am the person I am today. No, but for real, I I have no idea. That sounds like something like a mom. I don't want to call it a mom lie. Moms do this thing. They don't lie, but they like, they love their kids so much that they just like, they believe that the greatest thing is the thing that their kid, that their kid did. They're mom fabrications, basically. And this is the most, the most Debbie Downer shit that I'm going to do, that I'm going to tell you guys right now. But it's fucking true, and it's so sad. One of those fucking teachers, the one that actually, uh, there were two of them that were nice and wanted us to be able to play, but the two senior teachers were terrible people. They were like, teacher villains and they both wanted us to be punished those two the younger two that actually had beating hearts and cared about the children wanted us to be able to play but they would always defer if there was a split i guess i don't fucking know 
why they were like this panel. But they were our teachers, whatever. They had to be the deciders. One of those two fucking nice teachers, literally this last week, I heard, fucking died of COVID. Bet you didn't fucking expect that. I actually forgot that was even a part of the fucking story until the very end of the story. But that's fucking true. And she's young. I mean, she was young as fuck when she was our teacher. She's got to be like, I mean, maybe in her 50s, I guess. Wait, no. Yeah, yeah, she was, she's in her 50s for sure. So I fucking get that you motherfuckers are itching to get the fuck out of the house. You're bored. The fucking weather's out, weather's nice out there. You hate the person you're living with, apparently. Everybody fucking hates the person they're living with. But this shit's not a fucking hoax. If there's one person around you in your life that has it, you're going to fucking get it. Don't let the fucking politicization and, and, the, and the softening of people's hard-ass attitudes about social distancing and quarantine... Don't let that fucking change the truth. The simple fucking fact that this shit ain't going away and it's definitely going to keep killing a lot of fucking people. And I promise that in the second half of this episode, which is coming right up after this break, there will be no Debbie Downer stories. And here the break. I'll see you later. Bye. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm back. Back with the fucking Sunday service. No more Debbie Downer shit. Only fucking Ulrich Upper shit. Bye bye to Debbie Downer. Hello to Ulrich Upper. And because. We have congregated for Sunday service one more time. And he's God on the platform. God back at the door. He's God in the amen corner. God is God. God is God. God will change. I know God. God is God. And he always will be God. God when the thunder rolls God way up in heaven And he's God in my soul I know God God is God God won't ever change I know God God is God And he always will be God God is God And he always will be God Yeah Creative Creative lyrics God is God, and God won't ever change. God is God, and he always will be God. I do love that song, though. That's my man, Lester Rector. Lester Rector. 
I mean, that guy's parents believed in God and get, and named him that. Okay. Uh, sticking with the fucking religious theme, as I like to do on Sundays every once in a while, uh, I I got a guy for us who I I played a little bit. I think I played in the very first Sunday service. I think I played a little bit of Rodney Howard Brown. Rodney Howard Brown uh, made headlines a few weeks ago when he refused to uh, close down his church, held church service, and I believe got arrested, but maybe just fined. And this is in a southern state. I could be wrong, but I think it's Louisiana. But let's face it, it's probably fucking Florida. Uh, oh my God. Wow. Actually, before I go on, I'm going to, I I can't forget this, uh, Florida man from Wednesday's episode wrote me, wrote to me again, like midday Wednesday. And he listened to the episode and he, his message to me after listening to the episode was, I've listened to all your episodes and, and I really like your podcast, but now it's my number one. So apparently my decision to read the hate mail I received from my hater turned my hater into my number one fan. I don't know how that happened, but it did. And I'm very happy to say that uh, I'm now his, his number one. I'm now his number one favorite podcast. Sometimes people are weird, but thanks Florida, man. It's good to have fans. Even ones that believe in craziest fucking shit, fuck conspiracies like the ones you believe in. Also Florida, man, I'm sure you're listening. He said, I apologize. You sent me a lot of, um, you sent me a lot of, uh, more links. Cause what the way we had left it was, uh, he was going to send me link, like links to, for evidence. And I'll be honest, I didn't read them, but I'll, I'll be double honest. One of only one of the nine things that you sent, he sent, you sent, I'm sure you're listening. It was only one of the nine things that you sent was link. And that link was how they're testing estrogen on men in Corona test, uh, coronavirus vaccine tests. And that, I think somehow ties into one of his bigger points, but the other eight things that you sent dude are screenshots from Instagram accounts. That doesn't count as evidence. If that counted as evidence, we would be so fucked, but I'm going to read them. I promise. And I'm going to talk about that on Wednesday's episode. But for now, this pastor who was probably in Florida, actually, no, there's no way he was in Florida because they wouldn't have arrested him in Florida. This must've been Louisiana. I think he's in Louisiana. Who gives a fuck? He's up, back up in the fucking news. And this gets back to that fucking blustery thing I was talking about before. This weird blustery thing. This guy doesn't have a gun in his hand, but he's got a Bible in his hand. And there are fucking similarities to this whole vibe that this kind of guy, this kind of American man has. And it fucking sucks. I don't know how it still exists, but it does. A motherfucker who brings a gun to a peaceful protest in the year 2020 is a fucking pussy asshole, not a macho motherfucker, okay? Anyway, speaking of non-macho motherfuckers, here's Rodney Howard Brown uh, on one of his nightly rants since he's been banned from holding church services. Time for the preachers, and I have no other way than saying it this way, there's a time for the preachers Excuse me, to grow a pair. Okay, I'm going to pause it there. It goes on for another minute, but I think it's worth pausing there because he said grow a pair. But also, what the fucking fuck is this guy's accent? And to stand up and say that enough is enough. Enough is enough. We're not tolerating this anymore. We're going to meet and we're going to have service. If you don't believe in the power of God to heal and the power of God to deliver and you don't believe in laying hands on the sick, 
Take your Bible and throw it away because you don't believe the word of God. And why are you wasting time preaching a dead gospel anyway? Read the Bible, get a hold of the ministry of Jesus and realize the great commission is to go in all the world, preach the gospel, lay hands on the sick, cast out devils. We believe in that. We believe in Psalm 91. We believe in anointing with oil. We believe in the laying on of hands. That is the gospel. Every, everything else is a lie. I'm just telling you right now, we have the great commission and we have the power of God that is there to set the captives free. You're not going to die. People coming to the church are not going to die. That is a lie. That is a lie. What the fuck is that accent? That is a lie. It's like fucking Kermit Cajun. That's that accent. That's what his accent is. Kermit Cajun. That is a lie. Anyway, I mean, look. All the things that you're saying, Rodney, are not true. Okay? I know that you believe them, but we all believe a lot of things. And nobody's going on fucking nightly rants about how this fucking railing against the fucking government for trying to protect us to stop the spread as much as possible. We all believe in things, you know, but we're all sacrificing a little bit. All right. But this fucking blustery grow up hair. Excuse my language, but it's time for us pastors to grow up hair. I fucking cannot stand this merging of machismo and Christianity. That fucking blustery pastor thing is just as tired as that fucking blustery idiot with a gun at a peaceful protest that no one is contesting. Grow up here. Fuck you. You believe in a robed controller in the sky. You're the fucking pussy. Stop acting all blustery. You think that when you do bad things, you just ask for forgiveness and then it's all okay. You are a fucking child. Stop acting like a blustery fucking badass dude. You're not. You don't have a license to tell people to grow up hair. You believe in God. You believe God had one... You, you, you worship God's one son, who you believe is God's single son, who cleansed humanity of their sin as long as they believe. Washed us in the fucking blood of the lamb. Whatever the fuck. Hey man. You're not tough. You think wimpy shit. You think wimpy shit. So stop telling other people to grow a pair. Grow a pair and fucking stay home. You want to believe in God? Believe in God enough that your church will weather the economic storm or whatever the fuck's going on. Because everybody who's fucking up in arms about this, everyone knows it's actually about their wallet. This isn't about fucking government overreach. This isn't about fucking Satanists. This isn't about fucking anything that these people are saying it's about besides their wallets, which is fine. This is what I don't fucking get. The one legitimate argument is the one that you never hear. Unless you're talking in conversation with somebody who's too afraid to speak out because they're going to sound like they're lumped in with these fucking maniacs. This fucking knee-jerk, defiant, blustery bullshit is not fucking cool. And you know what else? It's not even fucking genuine. It's not badass to take a fucking assault rifle to a peaceful protest. It's not. It's You're fucking weak. It's not fucking macho. It's not manly to tell to tell everyone else to grow a pair because they're too wimpy. They're letting they're 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 they're, they're not holding church service. They're not coming to church. Grow a pair. Hey man, fucking see ya, Rodney. Grow a pair. What is that voice he has? I do not know what that voice is. The least 
fucking wimpy shit you can be doing right now. Is fucking staying home and weathering this shit out. Like that's fucking easy. Like the people that are trying to fucking stay home. Make this shit actually end. Flatten out as quickly as soon as possible. Like it's fucking anything. Like it's anything we want to be doing. Like this is something we desire. That's what the conspiracy is about coronavirus. They make no they ultimately make no sense. I'm not benefiting in any way by everyone staying home. I'm not benefiting by me staying home. I don't benefit at all besides the world will a return to a more normal time closer to normal sooner if we fucking try our best to actually get this over with one time then deal with it again and again and again that's it this is not fulfilling some fucking secret desire on on the part of of me and, and others like me we weren't fucking colluding to figure out a way to get everybody to stay home There's no fucking agenda besides this is the agenda. The least amount of people dying. That's the only fucking agenda. I read an article about this town in Oklahoma. Another fucking amazing state. uh, Where the mayor put out an order that places could reopen but the places that reopened the the people i think it was especially restaurants and bars they had to wear a mask or something like that i think it was actually just restaurants and there were the the fucking mayor had to do some emergency declaration and undo the thing he did within 3 hours 3 fucking hours because so many patrons were threatening servers and employees of these places trying to get to try to enforce the new rule because it was it was infringing upon their freedom. Let me ask you a question, all you people who think it's a total freedom infringement to put on a mask. What about the fucking pants you're wearing? Is that an, uh, an infringement upon your freedom? It's the exact same thing. We don't want to see your fucking dick dangling around. We don't want to see your dick dangling around. So you wear pants and you seem to be fucking fine with it. And now we don't want your fucking maybe coronavirus because you maybe have it. So could you please put on a fucking mask? And also, don't flip out on the fucking servers and employees of the establishment. They decided to reopen with the new fucking rule as a part of their private business. They can do what they want as a private business. If they choose to reopen and say, you have to wear masks to come in here, guess what? If you want to patronize their fucking restaurant, you got to wear fucking masks. It's up to them. You don't like it. Don't fucking eat there. Is it a fucking infringement when, when there's a sign on the window that says no shirt, no shoes, no service? No. So if I walk into a fucking restaurant with no shirt, no shoes, I don't have any fucking right to be like, you guys are infringing upon my freedom. It's just their fucking rule. No one wants to see your fucking gross dick flopping around while you eat, while they eat. And no one wants to worry about you fucking maybe having coronavirus and breathing on them. Don't take it personal, you fucking baby. It has nothing to do with you. No one thinks you have it. What is the, what is the, what is everyone's fucking deal? Put something on your fucking face. Put it on your face. You're wearing pants, aren't you? You're covering up your fucking ugly dick. Cover up your fucking baby mouth, too. It's fucking so stupid. The shallow, the, the shallowness of the critical thinking is insane to me. I just think it's a fucking choice. It's an identity thing. It's fucking MAGA. You gotta be fucking mad about it. I don't wear a mask. I, 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 I'm American. Oh, you're going to die. and You're going to make people die. But that's cool. Keep thinking it's a fucking hoax. Keep fucking it up for everybody forever. 
Christians ain't so bad at that anyway. They got a lot of practice making things shitty for other people. Now it's just on a different fucking level. Oh, to follow up on something I was talking about, I think last episode, Kim Jong-un, not dead. Not dead. Everyone thought he was dead. He's not dead. In fact, he's so not dead, he was hanging out with his, quote, pleasure squad, which consists of 2,000 women that are all stationed in one town that he goes to and has pleasure with his pleasure squad. I mean, are we being teased? Is 2020 just like a big, rude finger up our asses? Just a big, rude, thick finger stuck sharply up our asses over and over again. There's no good news this year. Where the fuck are the good things? I mean, Kim Jong-un goes from being dead to having fucking 2,000 women pleasuring him. She's like, no, you thought you had this one piece of good news? Nah. Oh, also, he's doing this thing that only happens in people's dreams. Sorry. 2020 fucking sucks, dude. How about that fucking, uh, I'm going to do Twitter questions in a second, but how about that, uh, Alex Jones? That fucking, uh, he was, I mean, I was just going to play the clip, but I'm not going to do that. I hate Alex Jones. Anybody who knows Alex Jones knows he says crazy shit. I saw him saying something. I think the crazy people who were, they were like already crazy. Now there's already there's like something so crazy happening in the world that I think that it's happening from been happening for long enough that they feel like left out of the being called crazy conversation, making headlines for being crazy, that they gotta be extra crazy. So he goes on some rant about how he's ready for this and he'll he's ready to eat his neighbors if he has to. His daughters will not starve. He will eat his neighbors. And I know people find this shit funny. Like people think it's, that's why I'm not playing it. It's just not funny. It's just not funny. It's fucking dumb. It's so dumb and tired. If it is, I know a lot of people like to like these super ironic people be like, Oh, it's fucking performance art. Fuck you. It's not funny and it's not interesting. Guys, just crazy. He's just crazy. That's not an act. He's a crazy guy. Anyway, he the the last ten seconds are, are him just yelling, "I'll eat your ass." Alex Jones is yelling, "I'll eat your ass." Okay. I mean, I'm not going to add anything to that. Just okay. and now I will open. Twitter questions. Well, no, I'll open Twitter to get to Twitter questions. Here we go. At random. Do you think the murder hornets are going to be cool or what? This is another 2020 thing. I was just fucking reading about this murder hornets. You fucking guys know hear about this murder hornets shit? There's some rare hornet that is only known in parts of Asia. This kind of hornet kills fifty pe- about 50 people a year in Japan, is what I read. I think it kills even more people, maybe in China. It's from Asia. I'm not sure exactly where. It might be all over. Anyway, they're finding it in America for the first time. And this like destroys bee populations, just ruins hives like colonies of hives in like minutes. This Their stinger can puncture beekeepers outfits. We're fucked. It's just nonstop. Nothing good is happening. Nothing good is happening. Or is anyone paying attention? There's not a good thing happening. 
How's that possible? We're all going to fucking wake up tomorrow and the headlines are going to be like, look down, you have no more private parts. And everyone's going to look down and be like, what my fucking God? Do you listen to podcasts? And if so, have you any suggestions? Uh, I do listen to podcasts. I listen to this podcast. I listen to Sam Harris's podcast, Making Sense. I used to listen to Rogan. I, I can't really do that. I can't really hang with that anymore. Um, I listen to the Bulwark. I sometimes listen to the QAnon Anonymous podcast. Travis View was a guest on this podcast. He's the host, a host of that show. Um, I listen to my brother's podcast. Dan Carlin is has the best podcast. I think Dan Carlin's a true fucking, true, true, true genius. The shit he does. Uh, hardcore history is amazing. Amazing. Hardcore history is fucking amazing. And there's a, other bu- a bunch of other ones I try to get into, but I don't know. Those are the ones that stand out. Have you seen what Elon Musk has been tweeting thoughts on his recent tweets i've seen a little bit of it i mean he's a fucking tool he he, honestly he just reminds me of donald trump i feel like it doesn't he doesn't care what he says as long as it's getting attention when he's not getting enough attention he needs to be fucking even crazier it's like the alex jones thing i mean they're not alike but it's like the people who are used to getting attention for being crazy right now they're not getting any attention So they need to be extra fucking crazy. And he's doing it. American Patriot Rally in Michigan. Fucking complete lunatics. Correct. Iced coffee or hot coffee? I'll answer that one. Fucking hot coffee. You're from hell if you like iced coffee. What are you doing? That's like not even real coffee to me. Iced coffee. There's coffee, and then there's iced coffee. It's not iced coffee or hot coffee. There's coffee, which is the thing that it is, and then there's the thing that it is with ice in it. Uh, What are you looking forward to doing or continuing to do once the stay-at-home order is lifted? Moreover, has this severely... negative event had any positive impact on your life in terms of some newfound perspective or other meaningful realization about yourself and those you care about um i mean i think that just on like a ground level something like this which of which there's not a lot of things like this in a, in one's lifetime but i think that it's really It's something I've known, but it's easy to forget, I think. And something like this really uh, is is a really harsh, blunt reminder that um, socializing is an essential thing for human beings. Because even the people, even people like myself who already work from home, already generally, I don't want to say generally, isolate but like my lifestyle was what has always even before this that is been one that is if i were to have to i could i wouldn't not much of my life had to change to become someone who isolates but i still would make myself socialize if for no other reason than to it's like medicine it's like it's like it's or it's like exercise rather you're just getting it in you know seeing people you like seeing people you love seeing people you care about and just talking being near them being around them that is uh a thing that is easy to overlook in day-to-day life and impossible to overlook during something like this and i'm not talking about loneliness i'm not talking about like i'm bored I'm talking about literally, for the sake of it, human interaction. Uh, And I think that this is the source of a lot of people's suffering, you know, right now. 
I think that's one of the reasons you see these protests and people are acting so fucking crazy. It's because they're around people and they're like, ah, 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 ah. it's like they're on fucking crack. Just being near people again is exciting. AMC, the U.S.'s largest cinema chain, has said it will refuse to show movies released by Hollywood Studio Universal. Okay, interested in your thoughts on this. Yeah, I saw this. This actually it was interesting to me. The Universal has foregone the deal that every major studio has with theater chains, which is that theaters have a 60-day window to screen movies exclusively before they go on any streaming platform. Uh, many major theater chains will not play your movie unless they're guaranteed that 60 days. Universal, being a major studio, had been playing ball. Now they're saying they're going to release their new movies as they as was their release schedule, but on streaming. And whenever this the economy reopens, they're still going to release their on streaming whenever they want. So now these major theater chains are saying we won't screen Universal movies. I mean, I don't like this, what I'm about to say at all. So as I'm winding down and about to end, I guess ultimately I lied to you because here is a Debbie Downer. I truly believe, I really do believe that movie theaters are about to become a novelty experience, meaning regal fucking uh ua whatever or like a specialty experience all the major theater chains i think amc i think they're fucking gone i don't think that's going to work anymore i think they're going to lose too much money and i think it's going to become a niche more specialty thing where tickets cost more the seats are spread out it's more of like a luxury experience than it is just like you buy a ticket go find a seat sit down whatever sit wherever the fuck else Sit wherever, next to whoever the fuck else, rather. I don't think that, uh, I don't know. I just, big movies are not going to be being made for a while because crews of 50 people or more aren't going to be here till at the earliest, like a year from now. This is what I'm hearing. Beginning of 2021, maybe. But that means only small movies and animation, really. That means TV shows and movies are not going to be, big ones are not going to be being made. And that's what the whole theater experience is based around now. At least the mass, the big theater chains need big, big movies for their bottom line to fucking work out for them. That's why you got to go to a specialty theater to see an actually good movie or like an, or a different movie or, an, or, or, or even a bad independent movie. You can't see those at the major chains anymore. Also, because those movies are probably going to be streaming within 60 days of being released, and that precludes them from being in theater, but not anymore. Or being in a major theater chain, but not anymore. I mean, movie theaters might be gone. I mean, I know that's my doomsday prediction, but the fact that I'm actually talking about that, and it's actually a possibility, I mean... Fuck, you know? We'll see what fucking normal looks like whenever we are allowed to, but who even knows when that's going to be? <sighs> Maybe there's a motherfucking happier question than that to end on. You talk about movies a lot, but do you get into shows, series? If yes, what have you been watching or what are your, some, some of your favorites? I haven't been watching TV at all lately. But I, I, there's a thing that I want to watch that I keep hearing about that it's not new, but that uh, American Crime Story Versace one, the one uh, about the assassination of Johnny Versace. I saw a clip of it today. And it made me wish I fucking watched it. So maybe I'll watch that. But I'm still fucking just doing movies mainly right now. And I was talking about, I was into Brian De Palma shit. Now I've slid into a bit of a headier space. A bit of a more cocksucker space. A little bit more of an art snob space. So 
you only have to come along with me on this part of the journey if you feel like it because this shit ain't for everybody but i've been watching um or re-watching some of uh andre tarkovsky's movies famous russian filmmaker from the uh really famous russian filmmaker from the 60s and 70s i think he worked into the 80s and then he died kind of young but uh solaris and stalker are the two that um i I really really love and that i've been revisiting they're fucking like three hour sci-fi fucking heady monster beautiful movies uh like monster epic not like monster movies uh but they're fucking beautiful they're great i don't love all of his shit but those two if you think you can handle it fucking get in there and send me a message let me know what you think but uh all right i'm gonna i'm gonna go now i hope everybody has a fucking very 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 pleasant day of the lord avoid those churches where christians are spreading that fucking covid around and uh stay safe stay healthy and stay home as much as you can stay safe stay healthy and spy out okay